At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Big edition of the HHC today, the Hornets have their new head coach. Steve Clifford will return to the Charlotte Hornets. He's already the second winningest coach in franchise history, and he will rejoin the team, take over now for the 2022-2023 season. A roster full of talent. Very exciting time here for the Hornets, and we are very excited to talk about the new returning head coach here for the Hornets. Joining me to help break it down, you see his work all the time on Hornets.com, senior writer Sam Perley. Sam, thanks for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me, as always. Happy to be here. Before we get to your initial reaction, I want to give someone far more important than either of our reaction to this, and that is the Hornets general manager, Mitch Kupchak. Here is the quote he had with the news being made, being broken, that Steve Clifford will return here to the Hornets. He says, quote, we are pleased to welcome Welcome Steve back to our franchise. We believe that his previous experience and coaching philosophy make him the best coach for our team. Steve has a proven track record of improving defenses and is detail-oriented. He has a history of maximizing players' talents and working with them to develop and expand their skill sets. Steve is committed to playing with the same offensive pace that our fans are accustomed to seeing the last few years. We are confident that he will be able to help our young players continue to grow as we look to take the next step as a team. Sam Perley, I, I love everything in that statement, and I think everything in that statement is spot on. It, it matches the track record of Steve Clifford, and it really gives a lot of hope for what he can accomplish, not just long-term with this franchise, but immediately as this new season is just a couple months away. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's an awesome hire. I'm super excited personally. I think it's a little maybe unexpected, but you know, once you kind of process it a little bit, I mean, the fit is is fantastic here in Charlotte. Having him back, two things that really stuck out in that Mitch quote, obviously improving the defense and detail orientation. I mean, Steve Clifford during his time in Charlotte and in Orlando, just really, really good at maximizing the talent he has on the roster, getting the most out of it. And that's why his teams, you know, he was able to raise the floors and, and kind of take him to a level that they hadn't been at prior to when he arrived there. So those are some areas, I mean, stuff that he is really, you know, keen at and, and gifted at and, and, you know, his strengths are stuff that I think is going to fit really well where the areas that this Hornets team wants to improve. And all of the boxes that he checks, they, they line up very similarly to the person who was offered the job before, Kenny Atkinson. Everything that Kenny Atkinson had positively on his resume that made him a serious candidate to be the head coach of the Charlotte Hornets, Steve Clifford also has a elite defensive coach. He is able to get his offenses to be super efficient, mistake-free out there, a focus on rebounding. Most importantly, his teams, they play hard, and he gets the most out of his talent. It's not to say that he doesn't have all-stars on some of the teams he's worked with. He clearly did, but a lot of them became all-stars or hit some of their career peaks while playing under him. So he has an ability to develop players on the roster, not just those that are young players into productive ones, but productive ones into their peaks and able to do so while winning all along the way. Yeah, going back to the first five years with the Hornets, three times in those five seasons, uh, which included two playoff appearances, he had top 10 defenses, had top 10 offensives two of those years as well. Look at when he transitioned down to Orlando, he had one season, eighth in defense, 11th in defense, and then Orlando, I think midway through his second season, kind of started trading a lot of guys away, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic, and kind of kind of rode out the season with a bunch of young rookie developmental guys. So another big area, looking at turnover percentage, this one is really impressive. Starting his first year in Charlotte in 2013, turnover percentage, first, 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 second. And then in Orlando, sixth, fourth, and fifth. And then transitioning over to defensive rebounding, starting that first year in Charlotte, first, 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 third, second, then down in Orlando, third, fifth, and eighth. So looking at this Hornets team, we talked about the areas that need to improve. Last year, 22nd in defense. I think they were eighth in offense. Ideally, you want to be top 10 in those areas. You top 10 in both offense and defense, you're going to go you're going to be advancing in the playoffs. They were ninth in turnover percentage. That was a strength. It sounds like it's a strength that could possibly get even better next year. And then 29th in defensive rebounding percentage last year. That's an area they obviously want to shore up. Look at the draft addition they made with Mark Williams. That's clearly an area that they they wanted to upgrade in the front court position. So I think he's going to really do a lot in terms of shoring up the areas that this Hornets team wants to improve on. They already do so much good stuff on offense and pace, and it's really encouraging to hear that that stuff is going to stay the same. If you can kind of get the defense up to speed with the offense, I think it's really, really exciting to see what he can do with this team here. Yeah, I think the, the devil's advocate point of view that you would pull out of that is, okay, there's there's not a lot of turnovers, there's a heavy emphasis on rebounding, that must mean they're slowing down, right? But again, as you indicated... From Mitch Kupchak, Steve Clifford is committed to playing with the same offensive pace that our fans are accustomed to and best fits this roster with LaMelo Ball at point guard. And the reason I believe that to be true is because you look at Steve Clifford's track record, and while he is renowned as a brilliant defensive coach, he is able to maximize whatever's on his roster. He has been top 10 in both offense and defense. Some coaches seem to slide towards one and have an inability to do the other. That's not the case here. Steve Clifford gets 
the best out of whatever he's been provided. And I think we're both in agreement he's being provided now with the best roster he's had as a head coach. Now, there is an elephant in the room here. There, there is the awkwardness of he was previously the head coach of this franchise and is only one coach removed from having the job. But it's not as awkward as you would think. For one, this isn't the first time this has happened, and it's happened successfully, I might add. The one that first came to mind was Don Nelson. He was the head coach of the Golden State Warriors in the run TMC era, ended up going on having a couple other jobs, and then came back to Golden State and had another era where he led that franchise to the playoffs. And I might add, the Warriors over that tenure, when Don Nelson wasn't there, weren't known for the championship runs they're known for now. So he's someone who had the job, left, came back, and found success again, which is exactly what you would hope for here for the Hornets. The other part of it is, even though it hasn't been that long chronologically since he was the head coach here, in terms of roster, it's an entirely new roster. There is no one on this team now that was on the team then. So it's as if he's taking over a brand new team. Just so happens it's a city he's very familiar with. Yeah, and if you look at those teams he had back in Charlotte, the NBA has changed so much. It sounds crazy. The NBA has changed so much in the last five to seven years with the pace and the three-point shooting and the spacing and centers now being able to shoot more out on the perimeter and things like that. And not to necessarily knock any of the guys that were on that team, but you had a lot of older guys that you knew what they were going to be at that point in their career. Now, there were some guys on those teams that had the best years of their careers under Steve Clifford in the, sometime during those five years. Kemba Walker, uh, Jeremy Lin, Marvin Williams, Nick Batum. I mean, all those guys played the best basketball of their careers under Steve Clifford, but they were a little bit older than maybe, we'll say, like the core of this current Hornets team. So I think he did a masterful job of kind of playing to the strengths of the rosters that he had. And, and we go harken back to the getting the most out of his roster. You, if you want to play fast and, and speed up and pace and style back then it wasn't necessarily part of the nba and they didn't necessarily have the personnel to do it you want to play to your guys strengths and the strengths he had was low turnovers rebounding the ball don't make mistakes and playing hard every night i mean those teams played really really hard every single night which is hard to do i mean it's just 82 games it's a long season so i think now that i mean this is going to be the most talent that he's had not only the most talent he's had i think in really any of the teams but it's young talent that's progressively getting better and better Lamelo is getting better miles bridge is getting better pj washington is getting better you've got rookies coming in that are getting better and he's even got older guys too that are experienced that are continuing to get better terry rogier got veterans gordon hayward mason plumley so i think he's got a lot to work with and it's exciting to see how good he was with those teams before and again not to knock any of the guys that were on those teams they were at different phases of their career but he got so much out of them and i can't wait to see what he's going to be able to do with this core he's got coming up in you know this year and beyond. Steve Clifford returning to Charlotte. He will be the head coach for the Hornets moving forward. We're going to talk more about what the outlook should be as he takes over this specific Hornets roster. We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. 
Sam Farber and Sam Perley here with you on the HHC. The Charlotte Hornets have named Steve Clifford to be head coach. His second stint with the franchise. He's just 12 wins away from being the franchise's all-time wins leader. Uh, he, he might have that mark by, what, November? Mid-November? I guess it depends on what frequency of games comes out in the early portion of the schedule. But certainly there are going to be some high expectations as he takes over this particular roster. Again, Sam Farber, Sam Perley here with you talking about about the hire and one thing that's exciting you, you talked about this a little bit earlier at the end of last segment Sam his strengths as a head coach to me obviously defense has, has been one of his calling cards it's one of the reasons he had been so successful as an assistant and one of the things the teams that he was the head coach of had as kind of a through line that they all excelled on the defensive side of the basketball at something that the Hornets were looking to improve. So uh, this checks a, a box here for an area they want to grow. But on top of that, he's someone who's always been able to maximize the talent he has. And so with that commitment to play with the same pace and, and relative style that the Hornets fans have become accustomed to offensively, watching LaMelo Ball at the controls, he can put in a lot of the things that he does best as a coach and help them become better strengths, if not overall strengths, for this Hornets team moving forward. Yeah, and if you look at this Hornets offense, I mean, when was it at its best last year? It was in transition after they got stops or they got live ball turnovers or rebounding. I mean, if you can start kind of making gradual improvements, getting more stops, I mean, the more stops you can get, the more times you can get into transition. That's when the Hornets were at their best this season. So in a way, if you can shore up that defense, it's only going to make that offense even stronger because, you know, how many times did we see last year, you know, someone gets a rebound and then it's two, three seconds up the court, and it's a three or an alley-oop or something like that. So if you can start kind of cutting down some of those possessions where you're not constantly taking the ball out of the net, you're not constantly allowing the opponent to set up a half-court defense, and you can get into transition more by getting more stops, generating more turnovers, uh, that's only going to help the offense, I think. And you know, not only continue with that pace that we got so accustomed to last year, but maybe even make it better. He takes over a team that had a winning record last year, and that's something new for Steve Clifford. The previous two times he's been a head coach, uh, becoming a head coach here in Charlotte, becoming one in Orlando, he took over a team that was well below 500. And in both cases, there was an immediate turnaround. Now, when he took over Charlotte in 2013-14, and the team had a 22-win improvement, jumped to 43-39 and that season, it did coincide with Al Jefferson. We heard it from Mitch Kupchak the other day that – the roster is what determines your trajectory as a franchise. Not that head coaches don't matter. They matter a whole heck of a lot. But your roster, your talent there has more to do with wins and losses than anything else you can come up with with an NBA franchise. So he's already getting that 40-win team here. But when he got it with Charlotte in 2013-14, it did coincide with Al Jefferson, but there was the big jump. His next head coaching job, he takes over Orlando the 18-19 season. They had a 17-win improvement, and in that case, there isn't a huge influx of an all-star or all-NBA talent. A lot of the core of that team was the same the year prior under a very accomplished head coach in Frank Vogel, who had made conference finals runs with Indiana, later won a championship with the Lakers. So they had a good coach in-house in Orlando. Steve Clifford came in there and had a huge improvement. So... Long way of saying this is the best situation he's walking into, and he already has a reputation of jump-starting things very quickly. If he has anywhere close to the kind of first-year improvement he had in his first two jobs, 
We're looking at easily a 50-win team here in Charlotte. No one in Buzz City would be upset about that. I don't think anyone would be upset if they went on a 22-game improvement this year. Uh, yeah, you know, just great points. I mean, he basically took teams when he got to Charlotte the first time and then got to Orlando the first time. I mean, largely the same rosters. I mean, and he got, speaking of Orlando specifically, because we've touched on Charlotte, I mean, the guys he had there, I mean, he took Nikola Vucevic in particular to the best basketball he's had in his career, like in his seventh or eighth season. I think he was a two-time All-Star center. He got, obviously, Orlando to the playoffs a couple times. Like you mentioned, they hadn't made it since Dwight Howard was there. They're fi- Dwight Howard's finally here, so it had been a long time. So that's what makes this so exciting, is you think there's just so much untapped potential there that he can kind of come in and start raising that floor a little bit, start the tension to detail, ironing things out a little bit more. I think that's what makes this so exciting, just looking at what he's done and how he's able to raise teams coming in and not making the gigantic wholesale changes anywhere, flipping talent from multi-time All-NBA stars. I mean, he's taken the guys that were there and brought their ceiling up even more. It's one of the things that I usually grade coaches by is how do their teams perform relative to expectations. With several of the coaching candidates, the prominent ones that were out there, if they didn't have playoff success, the thing you would point to is, hey, they exceeded expectations. They had teams that were not projected to do very well and did a tremendous job. And that's something you can look through Steve Clifford's entire career and say, yeah, everywhere he goes, his teams surpass expectations. And now he's getting a roster that has high expectations. And we get to see, is he able to do the same thing? Expectations are already high. How high can he raise the ceiling here in Charlotte? All that being said, there are certainly some questions that we have moving forward that uh, we look forward to seeing the coach answer. And we're going to ask them here next, here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Sam Farber and Sam Purley here with you. The Charlotte Hornets are bringing back Steve Clifford to be the head coach. He's already the second winningest coach in franchise history. This is just a really exciting time. He's one of the most successful coaches in terms of surpassing expectations in the last 25, 30 years of the NBA and he's someone who has had a lot of success making multiple playoff runs with both Charlotte as well as Orlando, even though the coaches that directly preceded him in both those cases struggled to get the teams to those kinds of levels. So Steve Clifford, someone with a great track record, a lot of success. That doesn't mean there aren't some questions moving forward. My questions here, it's kind of like when you're going to a job interview, give me you know your, your biggest negative about yourself. They're actually kind of positive. I think that's how my questions should be framed. My questions for Coach Clifford are, one, sustainability. He obviously was with two franchises previously, one being Charlotte, and the teams moved on for a reason. So can you sustain the success that you clearly had early on? And the second question is, can he advance in the playoffs? And the reason I think both these questions, which can be viewed in a negative light, are actually positive is because these are the questions you want to answer. You want to have to answer, can you move on to the playoffs? Because that means you're in the playoffs. You want to answer, can you sustain success? Because that means you're having success. So these are the kinds of questions we want 
the Charlotte Hornets to start to have to answer. They're already on a very good trajectory. Steve Clifford, again, has a lot of track record of having success, having big jumps when he takes over a program. And I just want to see, can he sustain that success that he has already proven he can have in the NBA relative to expectations? Can he advance a team in the playoffs? This will be his most talented team, the one best equipped to be maybe at some point a favorite in a first-round series, if not further down the line. So I'm excited to see what kind of answers he comes up with. Yeah, it's certainly a valid question because you look at the four playoff appearances. I mean, they're varying circumstances. I think they ran into the big three heat one year. Al Jefferson got hurt. They were a couple Dwayne Wade jumpers away in 2016 from winning game six at home. And then the Orlando, I think they lost to the eventual champions one year or maybe the Bucks or the Raptors in the first round I can't remember off the top of my head but yeah valid question because you, we talk so much about being a floor raiser but you also need to be a ceiling raiser he's not coming into this job just because he's got nothing else to do I mean he's coming in here too he wants to compete he's super super competitive and if you look back at you know we talked a lot about his head coaching experience he's got a lot of success as an assistant coach in playoff games. I know it's different than being a head coach, but he started, you know, for those that don't know, back in, so he was worked his kind of way up to the college circuit. He latched on with the Knicks in the early 2000s. They had some great teams there. He was with the Houston Rockets in the mid-2000s under, I believe, Jeff Van Gundy. They had some really good teams constantly. And then he was in the finals with the Magic, I think, in 2009, and was in the playoffs every single year. So he's been in winning environments. I think he knows what it takes to get to that next level, which is what you want to see here in Charlotte. Yes, it was as an assistant, but I think, like you mentioned, and we'll kind of reiterate, this is the most talent he has had in any situation on any team. And not only talent, but young talent that's getting better. 22, 23-year-olds that are kind of just scratching the surface of who they can be as NBA players. The four times he was in the playoffs, he never had home court advantage as he entered the playoff series. The highest seed I think he had was a sixth seed. Uh, and that was one of those unlucky breaks because we've had some experience with that here in Charlotte. Uh, one of the better records ever to hold that kind of mark is the the fate that Steve Clifford had back when he was head coach of Charlotte in 2015-16. Team was 48-34 and and ended up the sixth seed and falling in seven games to Miami. But it will be interesting to see. Now, again, we, we keep harping on it, but it's true. This is the best roster he will have had. It's the best roster Charlotte has seen in quite some time. It's one that is capable of, at some point in the near future, we believe, of being a top four seed and having home court advantage potentially for a playoff round where there are higher expectations. So I'm really excited about this, Sam Perley. I think the initial shock is that he was the head coach before and you tend to believe, well, you're not going to look at that person because they, they just had the job. But if you take that out of the equation, you take that bias out of the equation, everything you're looking for in a head coach, Steve Clifford has. And everything you were looking for in this particular search, Steve Clifford has. And if he has the kind of success he's had everywhere he's been in those first couple of years, we're looking at a Hornets team that's not just in the playoffs, but contending for home court advantage. Yeah, and I think when we all kind of initially found out about it, your first reaction is odd, just because it doesn't happen very often. These scenarios don't happen very often in the NBA, but things change. You know, I think more so his, his departure in 2018 was more of Mitch Kupchak just joined the organization. It was more about just kind of getting a different voice. I think Steve Clifford understood that. I think everybody kind of understood that. That's how it works in the NBA, and it sounds like they kept in really good contact, kept in touch, and Mitch and, and Steve Clifford go back. Steve Clifford was an assistant in Los Angeles for one year in 2012-2013 season before 
he got the head coaching job in Charlotte. So they did have a connection prior to this. Obviously, I think he was on great terms with ownership here and, and the rest of the front office. So and then went on to Orlando and still, you know, it wasn't like he's been out of coaching for the last five years. And it's a kudos to Mitch Kupchak in particular because I think looking at the scenario on the surface, it is kind of odd. I think there it's just because it's different, but kudos having an open mind and being open to trying something that might be a little bit different than what maybe another team would do. This is the best guy out there, and you think what he can do can help the team and you know the defense and detail orientation and things like that can help this team. Kudos to him for maybe taking that first step and reaching out to him and saying, we think you can help. Are you interested? And it kind of goes from there. So I, I give Mitch, Mitch Kupchak and the front office a lot of credit for maybe thinking outside the box on this hire a little bit. And again, it's not unheard of. Uh, I brought it up earlier. The most prominent example I could think of of a coach getting a second stint with the same franchise was Don Nelson. His first year when he returned to Golden State, it was the We Believe Warriors. It was that Baron Davis squad that upset the one-seed Dallas Mavericks and made it to the second round. I don't know that the Hornets have to have the exact same set of circumstances. Getting into the playoffs would be nice, yes, but you don't necessarily have to go in as the eight seed. Uh, but wherever they go, hopefully they can replicate that level of success, win a playoff round, and start to make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Certainly the roster is capable of making that kind of jump, and a head coach is entering the fray who has a history of making those jumps as well. Steve Clifford will be introduced as the head coach uh, later on next week, we expect, and of course we'll be covering it for you on Hornets.com with the great writing of Sam Perley and cover all the events here on the Hornets Hivecast as well, including at some point a sit-down interview with the new head coach of the Charlotte Hornets, Steve Clifford. For now, Sam Perley, an eventful week to say the least here with the draft and now with the new head coach, but thanks for breaking it down with us here on the HHC. Absolutely. It's been a, a whirlwind of a 48, 72 hours, but it's exciting and this is awesome. I think this is what makes the NBA so fun and I'm fired up. I think this is an awesome high I can't wait to see what he's going to, uh, Steve Clifford's going to be able to do with this roster. And I'm already ready for October. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot like the draft, it, it's a, it's an unexpected route. But as we reach the stopping point to it, see where we've been and see where we're going, I'm as excited as I've ever been about the trajectory of the Hornets. It's it's some exciting times ahead. Can't wait to get back to work and start covering things. Summer League just around the bend. And, of course, we'll be introducing you to those new rookies here on the Hornets Hivecast in coming days as well, in addition to the head coach. Thanks again to Sam Perley of Hornets.com. Thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, for putting this podcast together. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.